Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, I was just talking about how it's been a crazy month. I was going through the... (laughs) If I don't laugh, I'll weep. Uh, I was talking about this month uh, since Thanksgiving, how rough it's been, and just how many things just (laughs) have happened. Well, uh, yesterday I'm heading to my IV, and... um, I'm driving through downtown Bitterford, and I look down. I took a way, a different way than I usually go because there's so much traffic yesterday. You know, people Christmas shopping, kids home from school, <clears throat> everybody's off work. You know, it's Friday before Christmas. So my GPS took me a different route because there was backed up traffic at a light for like two miles. So I'm looking down at my GPS on my trucks on the screen. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm on my phone a lot when I drive because I'm an excellent driver. Um, and uh, I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it just makes sense. The less I pay attention, the more I pay attention. So I was very much paying attention. I learned a hard lesson here. The more I pay attention, the worse things get. But anyways, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. So this uh, here I am defending myself before I even tell you what happened. So going right through downtown Biddeford. This is busy streets. We're going maybe 20 miles an hour. And this guy that's been in front of me for a while, you know, we the green light or the red light turns green. He sits there. You know, I had to tap the horn at him once, you know, and I'm just like, it's an old Camry. You could just see it. You, I just knew he was old, ancient. You guys know how I feel about old people driving. Well, here we go. So we're going through downtown Biddeford. It's, it's never a dull moment, man. We're going through downtown Biddeford. And, uh, you know, there's restaurants all over the place, people. All of a sudden, I look down at my truck screen and I look back up and all I see are reverse lights. Wham! <laughs> you know, I slam on my brakes and I just smash into the back of this 2008 Camry. Man, his trunk pops open, taillights go flying, and I'm just like, I just sit there. I'm like, I think the first, tell my wife, I think the first words out of my mouth were, of course. And I hit him pretty hard. So, you know, first I wasn't worried about the vehicles. Is this old dude on? Because I knew he was old. I knew it. Like, is this old dude dead right now? I slammed my head off of the top of the truck. That's how hard we hit each other. Like, I whapped, like, I've still got a headache today. Like, I rung my bell. Um, so I get out of the car, people come, you know, start running over. Are you all right? You're all right. You know, old man gets out, you know, of course, like I thought he's probably in his mid eighties, little top hat on sports coat. Yeah, I felt, feel bad. But so I'm like some, some black kid comes running up to me and he's like, he's like, Oh dude, I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing, bro. Did he, what, what was he thinking? When he starts yelling at the old man, he's like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? It's a brand new truck. I'm like, all right, right, calm calm down. I said, I'm I'm good, bro. It's just a truck. And I look at the old guy and and the the kid's like, why did you do that? And I'm like, and I look at the old guy, I'm like, for real. I said, first, I said, are you all right? He said, yeah, I'm fine. Oh my goodness. I said, why? Why did you do? He slammed on his brakes and jammed his car into reverse. He thought he saw a little girl crossing the street. 
And the black kid, there's another lady that came up there. I think she was like a nurse or something checking on us. She's like, um, there was no little girl. And the black kid's like, there wasn't any effing girl, man. What are you talking about, dude? These old people. And this, this kid was pretty rude. Um, hold on a second. Side note, whenever you're getting back into your vehicle, especially ladies, first thing you do, check both rear hand, rear view mirrors. So side view, rather, mirrors, side view, rear view. So check your driver's side rear view, passenger side rear view, and then your back rear view, you know, the one right in front of your face. Um, always, always, always. Why? So you can see if somebody's trying to gank you. Um, I know it sounds paranoid, but you know, when you get back in here, especially if you're a woman, <clears throat> first thing you do when your butt hits the seat is lock your doors. First thing you do. But anyways, so, you know, black kid's like, dude, there was no, what are you talking about, old man? There's no little girl. I'm like, all right, all right, everybody calm down. <laughs> this kid was getting all fired up for me. And uh, so I'm like, listen, I, I like you stick around to the black kid. And he's like, oh man, he's like, I got a car full of deliveries. Must have done Uber or something like that. I said, I said, F your deliveries. I said, stay here. I, I had some money on me. I'm like, here you go. Here's 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 more than enough for your tip. He's like, oh, oh, all right, I'll stay. I'm like, yeah. So cops showed up, police report, incident report, whatever. Um, call them. I got my assistant Rachel right on the insurance company. Truck's already at the auto body shop. So I couldn't drive it because he pushed the front end up against the tire I'm hoping the frame's not bent I, I couldn't imagine the frame being bent dude I'd be I'd be pretty upset with Chevy if my frame was bent I mean 15 miles an hour but you know he was moving backwards so um yeah it would uh it was not not good not good so yeah so now I don't have my truck and this is after the whole oil fiasco too <laughs> How funny is that? How funny is that? You know what I'm saying, man? Of course. That's all, that's all I said. So when this dude hit me, I'm just like, of course. <laughs> like, this is on par. It's, uh... I had, like, three or four people tell me. They're like, man, the devil is working overtime. Because I'm more dialed in than I've been... I don't know, in a long, long time, you know what I mean? I'm more dialed in with my spirit, God, my relationship with Him. I'm more dialed in, you know, I'm not drinking, I haven't touched alcohol in a month, I haven't touched junk food in a month, you know? No pizza, no nonsense, and I had chicken wings once in the past, the past month. It was when our power went out, I couldn't cook steaks. That's it. Um, you know, I've been super disciplined with my finances. <clears throat> I've been more involved in my relationships. I've been trying to be a better father. The best father that I can be for my daughter. Being present in her life. For my wife. So, of course. You know what I mean? And I think the devil's working overtime right now. <laughs> to knock me off my that's what I was telling my IV lady yesterday so so it's funny because I was on my way to get an IV I smashed into this dude so I 
I call, first off, I call my assistant. I'm like, all right, I just, this old dude just smashed into me, okay? So we got to figure out insurance, blah, 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 blah. Well, first was the police. Next was my assistant. And then I called my IV lady that I was going to see. And she picked up the phone. I'm like, hey, Nat. She's like, please tell me that wasn't you. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I just drove by an accident. And it, I saw a big black truck. She's like, please tell me that's not Michael. I'm like, yeah, well, it is. So it's interesting. I hit This guy hit me. I should use the right language here. At 12.55, everything was taken care of by like 1.35, which isn't bad. Like cop came and went, did the incident report, blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> so I walked up and got my IV because the tow truck wasn't going to be there for two hours. Um, so I walked up and I got my IV. And I don't remember what I was saying. That Oh, yeah, yeah. Nat was just like, dude, your life is wild. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's just constant. But uh, I get... And it's just a truck. You know what I mean? It's just a truck. It's just an invoicing system. It's just rad, though. <laughs> you know, I'm not dead. I'm not maimed. Nobody that I, you know, nobody knock on wood that I care about has died. You know what I mean? Nobody's terminally ill. I'm healthy. I don't, it's funny. You, I have, I, I've had all these things happen to me. Oil plug go, or the oil filter in the truck. Then I smash it. Then uh, my invoicing system goes. I, I effectively, I lost about 20 grand when all was said and done. So I lose 20 grand. <laughs> Um, just thing after thing after, and again, I just, I forget because there's so many things that have happened this month. And, um, <laughs> I just sit back and I think like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm not dead. And that's what they were saying yesterday, you know, at the accident, they're like, oh, you don't seem too upset. <laughs> Some lady said, I'm like, it's just a truck. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it sucks. It's inconvenient. I'm not going to have it probably for a month while they fix it. Hopefully sooner. I'm just, you know, with the way things have been going, I'm just mentally preparing myself. The last time, so I, I've never been in an accident uh, other than one other time I was in the Maserati and I was flying down this back road and this guy in this big, big truck he makes what looks to be a left-hand turn. So I'm behind him about, I don't know, maybe 100 yards behind him. And he goes to make what's a left-hand, what appears to be a left-hand turn into a driveway. And he's, so he goes way in the left-hand lane, way in the left-hand shoulder, and then whips the truck around. So his driveway was at a downward-facing angle on the right side of the road. So every day he probably goes out to the left and whips it down to the right. Goes out, well this day, he didn't see me. So he goes to whip it back down to the right and just the front of it, I, the whole, <clears throat> from the front left bumper all the way to the rear bumper, scraped, smashed in along the front of his truck. So both times I've been involved, because I, again, I pride myself. I'm a very, very good driver. I'm a very good, it's part of what I used to do for a living. Um, I'm a very good driver. So when stuff like this happens, it's very, it's a shot to my ego, even though there's nothing I can do about it. 
you know what I mean? I couldn't back up. I had a line of traffic behind me, you know? So, um, it's just ridiculous, man. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So, um, anyways, I'm, I'm alive. Nobody that I, everybody that I care about is alive. I was thinking last night, I'm like, listen, you got, I'm not trying to be arrogant and, and flaunt my situation. I was just, I had to stay positive. You know, I'm like, okay, you've got a beautiful wife, you've got a beautiful house on 12 acres in Maine, out in the woods, <clears throat> where you eat your breakfast and read the Bible every morning. The sun rises through the woods. You know what I mean? You've got a beautiful, beautiful daughter, perfect, healthy daughter with another one on the way in a couple of months. You know, got a successful company, another couple companies on the rise, money in the bank, investments, Christmas presents are all bought and paid for for the for the kid and the wife and um, I'm just I was sitting there and I was thinking there are people this Christmas that don't have a roof over their head they don't have food they, they've got no I've got a big prime rib sitting in the freezer or in the in the fridge big 12 pound prime rib just with a big thing of pork butt that they gave me basically for free for Christmas the meat market. I've got great friends. I've got great business partners. I've got my parents are up here visiting. I got my whole family here. My little brother lives next door. My sister's right down the road. My mom and dad are here. Got grandma and grandpa in the house with their granddaughter. So my mom and dad. I've got so much to be thankful for. And... I don't want to laugh in the devil's face because I'm terrified of him. But, you know, it just, I, I'm, I'm, anybody that says that they're not afraid of the devil doesn't know who the devil is. You know what I mean? And I don't have to because I've got Jesus. And nothing happens without God willing it to happen. You know what I mean? But I think of Job a lot and what happened to Job, the story of Job. And it scares me. Now, Job, Job had everything taken from him. Family, flocks, his animals. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if something were to happen to those things that I'd be strong enough. You know, and God doesn't test us beyond what we can handle. But all that goes to say is, you know, I kind of just laugh at these things. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. I was, I was laughing and that's office when she's giving me my IV. It's just, so funny. I'm like, if I don't laugh, I'll weep. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I don't laugh, I'll weep. You know? But it's, no, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I'm not even, you know, it's just, a, again, I know it sounds super dramatic, what I'm saying right now about the church. It's not the church. It's all the other things that have happened. Like, if you could have been, in, I mean, ask, just ask my wife. Ask my assistant. Ask my business partner, Steph, what it's been like the past month. You know, my assistant's been right on my side through me, with me through all of this. And she was saying yesterday, this has been the worst month since I was in a medically induced coma when I was a kid. <laughs> it's been, it's been rough, dude. It's been a rough, rough, and all just all kinds of other things that I'm not at liberty to speak on in this podcast, and I wouldn't because they're just too close to the hip. But um, there's just so much that has happened, but at the same time. It's like, what effect has any of it really had? 
the business is still rocking. We just got a bunch of new orders. You know what I mean? Just, just everything is going well. But at the same time, it's like everything's going wrong. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just, I'll tell stories about this someday. You know what I mean? I got robbed. I had a really bad Thanksgiving. I got robbed, though. <laughs> My kidneys almost shut down. <laughs> And then our invoicing. I lost 20 grand. Then some old dude hit my truck. It's like it's like you can't even make this stuff up. But you know it's interesting, all the hardship that I've been through over the past, I'd say 12 years of my life has prepared me to handle this kind of stuff with my head held high. Had I not gone through what I've gone through over the past 12 years, especially the past three, four years, I don't know what I, I this might have broken me. You know what I mean? All the, and what I mean by bro, maybe I would have started drinking. Maybe I would have just, you know what I mean? Looked for other ways to escape reality. And, and here I am. I'm getting up every day early. I'm reading the Bible. I'm in prayer. I'm going to the gym. There goes a truck that looks just like mine. <laughs> little little shot to the gut there. Um, I guess, you know, you just, if you, if you deal with things the right way, there's nothing that can break you. You know what I mean? There's nothing that can break you. There's nothing that can tear you down. And again, I, I just, I feel so silly even talking about this because all of these things that have happened. As unfortunate and inconvenient as they are, nothing compared to what's happening to some people, you know, around the world. You know, look at the people in Gaza, you know. They're not taking a side, I'm just, like, they're in a war zone. You know, there's some kid that just lost his dad right before Christmas, you know what I mean? There's some parents that lost their child right before Christmas, there's sick people, there's people that are hurting and broken like really broken and there's human trafficking victims and all this, so it's like I guess my point is is uh, it's why I have a very low threshold to deal with other people's complaints and it's tough because I, I try to balance being empathetic and understanding that people get weak, I get weak sometimes I have moments of weakness but also balancing the suck it up, you know, because a lot of times when people come to me with their problems, I might not say it directly, but my answer usually winds its way back to control what you could control and suck it up, you know? Hear that truck back there? That was a truck. Wow. That dude's got a turbo on that thing. Um, maybe I'll just have them do all the work to my truck while they have it. Drop a turbo in there, undercoat. Maybe I'll get a six-inch lift. That'd be cool, huh? Um, so I just... Uh, there's, so, there's no reason to complain. And the more time you sit around feeling sorry for you... I'm very, I'm very like, okay, let's get moving. You know what I mean? Like when I had to 
changed careers to what is it two years ago three years two years ago two and a half years ago two years I don't remember I think we're coming up on two years when I had to change careers two years ago it was just okay what's next <laughs> oh all right let's just start a multi-million dollar a year staffing company okay let's go and that's why um it's just I know my I just know the people that want to see me fail must be just so aggravated all the time. <laughs> because there's nothing there's nothing that could take me out of the game other than death. You know what I mean? It's like I'll, I'll find a way to win no matter what. I'll find a way to win no matter what. You know? Um, and it's like it's different now that I've got a kid and another one on the way. I take things much more personally now. <laughs> Because when somebody attacks me, it's not, you're not just attacking me, you know, you're going after my kid. Because when you attack me, you jeopardize possibly my ability to provide for my children. Um, and that's a really good way for you to get yourself killed. Um, for real. Like, I'm, I'm calmer now than I've ever been. Now that I'm a father, I'm more level-headed now than I've ever been. I mean, for real, I am right now more... If I were to go through all this the way I'm going through it now a couple years ago, it would not be good. There'd be issues. Um, I'd be snapping out on people. I'd be... All kinds of stuff. I'm more level-headed now than I've ever been in my life, but there's also a more dangerous edge to me than there has ever been. Like, I, I almost like... I'd be like, oh, I scare myself. But uh, I, the, sometimes I can remember a couple weeks ago, um, I walked in the door, and this is when we QuickBooks shut us down. And I walked in the door, and I saw my little fuzzy-headed daughter sitting there playing with her toys and this little bouncy thing. And I thought that seeing her would calm me down. And instead, looking into her little, just adorable little face, I felt a black rage that I have never, ever, ever felt in my life. So any person here, you know, from my wife to good friends that's ever seen me get angry and see, you know, my wife says my eyes go black when I get very, very upset... It was that times a hundred. I've never felt a more dangerous rage because I just thought, you know, if I wasn't able to fix this, which I did, how is this going to affect my daughter? And if the CEO of QuickBooks was there, <laughs> there's a good chance that his jaw would have gotten pulled right off of his skull. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's completely different when you have kids. It's completely different when you have kids. And, um, I'm telling you, man, I, I'll never forget that feeling. It's the first time I've ever felt it. You know how you just have memories that are seared into your mind, like seared into your brain? Like you close your eyes, you can see where you were standing, what you were wearing, what the house looked like, like. With the moment that I stepped into the room and looked down at her face, I'll never forget that moment and the feeling that washed over me. 
You could have, if I could bottle that, you could drop me into a war zone. <laughs> Send me back to Vietnam <laughs> into the rice fields. <laughs> I would have taken out three platoons. It was like this hyper-focused fix. And, and what's, happened, what's funny is when the rage subsided, there was clarity. And I just knew what I needed to do. And I got the problem fixed that day, mostly. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, man, don't be the person that comes between me and my children because uh, you, you'll die. You won't, you won't live. <laughs> That's, uh, you try to take something away from my kids. We need that. We need some healthy violence back in society. There should be... We have this whole, you know, because women, you know, got into things and, you know, there's no, there's no excuse for violence. And, you know, you have all these violent criminals running around killing people in our dumbed down HR bimbo society that where women can vote and hold positions of power when they really shouldn't, um, lets these people off. Lightly, so you know what Bimbo HR Society says is um, okay. There's no, there's no excuse for violence. But when a migrant, a group of migrants, gang rape a 19-year-old, it's oh, they were, they felt bad about themselves. They don't have a home. Let's take it easy on them. You know, what I mean, that's that's what happens when you let women in positions of power. A bunch of birth control, just brain, just fried retard's horse. What that guy say the other day? He said the fall of Western civilization. They'll know that it came from simps and Western horse. You know, this is the society that, you know, uh, in Ireland, where rapes and stabbings and murders are through the roof because they've imported a bunch of dirty third world trash. And instead of enforcing stricter policies against these people that shouldn't even be there in the first place, there shouldn't be more black people in Ireland than white people. It's Ireland! There shouldn't be more brown people in Ireland. It's like, what's, why? Imagine if Nigeria just started to become overwhelmingly white. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyways, uh, they started going after people that were using hate speech against these criminals. Yep, they started to police showing up at people's house houses to arrest people for saying mean things about the rapey migrants online. We need to bring a very, we need to, we, the violence needs to make a comeback in the right to, kind of violence. You know what I mean? And we've got this Christian pacifism that's, um, it, that's, I, I'm a believer that when Jesus said, when they hit you, you know, on the right cheek, give them your left. If they sue you for your cloak, give them all the, your, your bed. I really believe he was talking about fellow brothers and sisters. I don't think that he was talking about people outside of the faith. And maybe if somebody could tell him, show me the verse where it says, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it also says sell your cloak and buy a sword. I, uh, you need to learn how to be, and I'm not saying go out and hurt people for no reason, but people have to start to dig their heels in. So you can only push me back so far before I dig my heels in and you pay for it with your life. 
You know what I mean? Like I said this the other day, if any anybody were to try to mess with my kids, take my kids from me, you'd die. You would be dead. You would be a, it doesn't matter, cop, CPS, this government official, that, you would die. You try to take my son or daughter from me, you're going to die for it. And we need to bring back that, men, you need to become capable of violence. You need to become capable of violence because the world's only getting worse. And it's only going to get more restrictive. It's going to, people are going to, I fully believe at some point, dude, if this gets too out of control, like they're going to round up people's kids and put them in government quote unquote training facilities at some point. I really do. Like some dystopian movie. So, you need to be able and willing to inflict damage to those that would come and take what's yours. You know, and we need this whole pacifism thing needs to come to an end. Because that's exactly why we're at where we're at. If, if just a million men in this country took up arms, we'd overthrow the government overnight. Be game over. Just a million men. There's 350 million people in the U.S. A million men. Maybe even 500,000. And I'm not saying we violently overthrow anything, but I'm saying if a million men dug their heels in and said, is en- you know, enough is enough. All this bullshit would go, come to an end overnight. Get women out of politics. Get old people out of politics. Burn the system to the ground. We can't have democracy anymore. You're telling me that the crack addict gets the same vote as me? Give me a break. Bullshit. You mean to tell me that some some hormonally imbalanced whore with a gender studies degree gets to uh, t- gets to cancel out my vote. Some single woman with no kids, some childless forty-year-old tramp gets to cancel out my vote when I pay in a year five years of her income and in taxes. Now that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. We can't have democracy anymore. You can tell I'm fired up this morning. <laughs> I went from being very grateful to thinking about all the things in the world that I just want to destroy. And, uh, because they're so wrong. But, um, when I talk about violence, I'm not talking about going out and being violent. I'm talking about being capable of defending yourself and your values and your family. And many men now, are completely and entirely incapable. They don't go after strong men's kids. You know what I mean? There's a there's a video, a pretty famous video of a predator, child predator, convicted. It's talking about when he was choosing his victims, the first thing he would look for is whether or not a father was in the picture and what type of father it was. So if that kid had a strong father, that's a huge deterrent. You think anybody's ever going to try to go after my kids? Do you, do you really think that anybody's going to... Now, let me ask you. If you're a man listening to this and you have children, do you think somebody would go after yours? Do you think you're scary enough to intimidate somebody? Or are you just a, another flaccid 
flappy man. They'd have to have the biggest set of brass balls since the dawn of human civilization to go after mine. You know what I mean? Because not only, like, I, what I, what I say, they had these videos out of these women. They're, of course, women. They're asking these women, would you kill for your children? And they're all like, oh, jeez, I don't know. Um, probably not. I would have the cops intervene. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't get that. I don't get that. Somebody were to do something to my child. Oh, whew. I would send them to, dude, even the devil himself would be like, oh, God, what happened to you? I'd keep you alive for weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> would be, would be good. People are like listening to me for the first time. Like, dude, this guy's a psycho. <laughs> I am. I 100%. I like that title. When people call me crazy or psychotic and they write all these things about me, I, I get, again, it's, it makes me happy, camper. Because I'll tell you what, right now, I am. I am the kindest, most altruistic, giving, caring, loving, supportive, tender-hearted. I cry when the dog dies in the movies person that you'll ever meet in your life but I'm a Gemini <laughs> and there's a Jekyll and Hyde you know what I mean and uh, you just don't want to see you don't want to see that side and uh, why am I talking about this I'm talking about this because Ben you should feel the same way you should feel the same way you should be dangerous to the point where people wouldn't want to mess with your family. You know what I mean? I'm talking about this because I need more of you men to think like me. Not to be an unhinged psychopath. I've never hurt anybody. Well, other than like fist fights when people attack me. You know what I'm saying? But... We need more men that think this way. Because more men that think this way are a threat to the establishment. And can change things very, very quickly. Alright, I love you guys. I've been yapping too long. Let's get it. Peace.